This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, March 11th, and let's talk about the weather forecast. During the next few days, the Northwest is going to experience major winds, rain, snow, but they won't occur all in the same place. Today, Friday, will be quite benign with a few isolated sprinkles in the morning here around Puget Sound and some light rain and snow over the North Cascades. Highs will hit around 50 in the West and near 60 in the Columbia Basin and the Willamette Valley. Getting to that time of year, the eastern Washington is starting to warm up. But tomorrow, the meteorological fun begins. A relatively strong Pacific Low Pressure Sensor, or cyclone, will develop offshore on Saturday and then move towards the northern Oregon coast later in the day. Rain will spread inland over western Oregon and Washington during the afternoon, and winds will accelerate, particularly along the Oregon coast during the afternoon, as a front that's associated with the low center swings into the coast. And we're talking about winds probably gusting to 30 to 40 miles per hour, maybe even a little bit more. But that's just going to be a taste of what's going to come. As the low center approaches the northern Oregon coast on Saturday evening and makes landfall sometimes Sunday morning, winds will accelerate to 50 to 70 miles per hour on some locations on the Oregon coast. And that will continue into Sunday morning, and I expect it to weaken by the late morning. Now, Seattle will get very little wind from the system, even though the low center is quite close. Few people have asked me, why is this true? If you want the answer, check out the second segment of this podcast for the answer. Now, precipitation will be modest with the low center and the associated with front and associated front. Uh, with the heaviest mounts will probably rise to one to two inches on the mountains of Western Oregon. Um, we'll get a piece of the action from the precipitation. Uh, and in the Washington Passes, it'll probably produce three to eight inches new snow. So check on the pass conditions before you move move across on uh, on Saturday evening, particularly. But once this system goes through, then we have another thing to worry about. The real rain will be coming. On Monday, a fairly potent atmospheric river will approach Washington and British Columbia. From midday Monday to Tuesday morning, I expect three to five inches of liquid water equivalent will fall over the Olympics and North Cascades, and maybe even as much as six inches. Uh, And I expect roughly an inch of precipitation over the lowlands. By the time it is over, several feet of snow will fall above roughly 3,500 feet. And several rivers over western Washington may rise to minor flood stage. So this will be a good shot of precipitation, not the equivalent of the last equivalent river I should, I should mention. 
the remainder of the week will have more storm systems moving through. And then Tuesday is the feared Ides of March. My next blog will tell you what will happen weather-wise that day. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. A potent low-pressure center will approach the Oregon-Washington border uh, near the outlet of the Columbia River on Saturday evening and Sunday morning. Strong winds will batter the Oregon coast with gusts to 70 miles per hour sometime on Sunday morning. Yet the nearby Washington coast will get little, little wind, as will Puget Sound. Wind speeds apparently are not correlated with distance to the center of the low, but why is that? To understand why, we must learn about the typical wind field around ocean mid-latitude cyclones. A cyclone, by the way, is a low-pressure center with air circulating around it in a counterclockwise direction in the northern hemisphere. Now, winds are not the same in all quadrants around a low. The wind speeds vary greatly from various directions around a low pressure system over the ocean. The strongest winds are typically south and southwest of the low center, the same region with the strongest, the largest pressure differences or gradients. Now, some, some folks have a fun name for this area of strong winds around oceanic cyclones. They call, they call it the poisonous tail of the ocean storms the poisonous tail of the bent-back occlusion. Now, this part of the storm with the strongest winds has strong winds for a reason. The strongest winds are there because cold air is swinging around the low from the north. And as it swings around the western side of the low, it meets much warmer air from the south. So this is an area of large temperature gradient or differences. Differences in temperature produce differences in pressure, and differences in pressure produce strong winds. So the strong winds are there to the south and southwest, and maybe even the west of the low, because that's where the temperature gradient is concentrated. That, cre that creates strong pressure differences, and that produces strong winds. So, with strong winds south and southwest of the low center, locations to the north of the low, even though they are quite close, get far less wind. To get a major blow from a Pacific cyclone over Puget Sound, the low center needs to pass north of the sound. And the best track, assuming best means strong winds here in Seattle, is to have a low center moving on a southwest to northeast track across the northwest tip of the Olympic Peninsula or across southern Vancouver Island. This track has been the track of the cyclones associated with all the great western Washington windstorms, such as the Columbus Day storm of 1962, the Inauguration Day storm of 1993, and the Hanukkah Eve storm in 2006. 
So if you're on the Oregon coast over the weekend, especially late Saturday and Sunday morning, batten down the hatches. But if you're here up in Washington State, even along the coast, the storm will be unremarkable at best. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.